0: Disclaimer, this podcast will mostly deal with the relationship between men. If you as a listener is comfortable with this subject matter, please sit back and enjoy the program. Welcome listeners to A Night of Wonder. This is the Two-Timer Series, Collective. A collection of different genres created by D.B. Watson, writer of the Two-Timer Series. In this program, you will hear a different tale once a week read by me, A.J. Carter. If you enjoy any of these stories, please show your support by ringing that bell, giving a thumbs up, and a follow. Thank you. Part 1 Patrick watched from the trees as his prey ran for his life. He was journeying to a populated city, stopping in small villages for a bite and to hide from the rising sun. Having just arrived, he hadn't found a resting place before his hunt. He was distracted by the scent of lichens. Yuri taught him to steer clear of the beasts, having no good will with their hot tempers and hatred toward vampires. Patrick knew he should find shelter first, but his thirst beckoned to be quenched. He followed his victim to a dense part of the woods. The man had no clue Patrick was following him. He had just committed a heinous crime by robbing a blind man, leaving him to freeze. Patrick managed to carry the unconscious man to his home and pick up on the scent of the culprit. He lived as a hermit in the woods, which would make it easy to finish him. He waited until his victim's heart rate calmed down before moving in. The one-room shack he resided in had a chimney. Yuri had told him fire is a threat to vampires, but it didn't mean they couldn't be near them. He considered going through the chimney, which should put his prey into a state of shock from seeing him, paralyzing him instead of trying to escape. Patrick moved quickly toward the cabin when he noticed handmade symbols hanging from trees. On closer inspection, he saw they were crude talismans to ward off lichens. Patrick questioned their effectiveness. "'What's a little parasite like you doing here all alone?' growled a voice behind him. Patrick turned and was shocked to see eight transformed lichens standing behind him. "'Maybe he's a scout,' said another grainy voice. Patrick turned again and saw that the pack he'd scented earlier had surrounded him. "'I'm not here for trouble. I only came to feed and leave,' Patrick responded nervously. "'He sounds scared,' said the first. "'Which means he's alone. He's a scrawny one,' said the second. "'Let's just play with him until he snaps,' called one in the back, causing them all to laugh. But one lichen couldn't take his eyes off Patrick.' Yuri had told Patrick that lichens could not be reasoned with when transformed, so his only option was to run. He tried to leap into the air. Oh, hell no. One of them was already on him, grabbing his ankle and slamming him to the cold, hard ground. Where do you think you're going? Another round of laughter erupted as Patrick rolled from his attacker and tried to run into the woods, only for a second lichen to ram into him, sending him to the forest floor. Fear overtook Patrick, who tried to stand only for a huge paw to step onto his chest and hold him in place. The pain of his bones crushing sent Patrick into a frenzy. He used his nails to scratch the hairy skin from the beast's ankle, causing it to cry out, jerking his paw from his chest. Patrick darted away, but the others kept up with him, blocking his escape. At the tree line, he could see the morning dawn coming. If he didn't find shelter soon, he was as good as dead. Please! He pleaded. The sun! This caused more laughter. Good! Said the first. We can keep warm from your smoldering body! Patrick wanted Yuri. Please help me! He cried out, knowing Yuri couldn't hear him. Or perhaps he chose not to. Is he begging for help? Asked another. Let us have you, and we'll give you a quick death! The laughter was deafening. Patrick saw no other choice. He knew how to teleport short distances. The cabin was his only escape. He vanished before their eyes into the cabin. For a moment, all was quiet. Then came a scream of a charging man coming at him. All Patrick's pent-up anger came forth while he watched the man race toward him, holding a sickle. Patrick slammed his hand through the man's chest, holding his still beating heart in his fist. The body went limp as the sickle dropped to the floor and his body relaxed across Patrick's arm. Patrick pushed him off and brought the heart to his mouth and sucked it dry of blood. He waited for his fate with the beasts, but all was quiet outside. He looked around and saw the rising sun racing through the cracks of the closed shutters. Patrick backed into the darkest corner of the room and stooped down. He cried tears of blood that stained his cheeks while more came. He drew his knees to his chest and covered his head, fearing the light would reach him and set his body ablaze. Four lichens, all except one, pack-paced the cabin, anxious to charge the door and destroy the vampire. The loner, Adam, sat patiently, watching the door and the windows for any movement. The sun is coming up, said Thorn, a silver lichen, salivating. The patient lichens ear twitched as he dug his claws into the earth. He's sure to burn before we get to him, snarled Saber, a brown lichen still pacing. Then so be it, growled Leo, whose brown fur matched Saber's pelt. Let him burn. Adam rose on his hind legs, not taking his eyes off the cabin. What are you doing? demanded Thorn. No response. Thorne moved close and rose to match Adam's height. Did you hear? We're letting it burn! Adam took a step forward. Saber raced ahead and stepped into Adam's path, rising to his hind legs to stand a hair taller than Adam. Adam didn't take his eyes off the cabin while the morning sun warmed his back and crawled toward the cabin, creeping up to the window. He listened to the snarling lichen. Where are you going? You heard the order! His words drowned away so fast that the others were stunned when they saw their brother's jaw tumble to the ground, disconnected from his face and his throat slashed open. The blood ran hot and fast as Saber dropped to his knees and fell sideways, smacking the ground. The remaining lichens circled at him, growling, but his only concern was getting inside that cabin before it was too late. Thank you for listening. This was a short story by D.B. Watson and read by me, A.J. Carter. If you want to hear more of this story, please leave a comment. You can find the thriller series at Amazon.com under D.B. Watson slash Two Timer Series on audio at Audible.com and Kindle Villa. If you would like to hire me, A.J. Carter, to narrate your project, you can find me on acx.com/slash A.J. Carter. Thank you, and see you next week.